It is human nature to make judgments about people based on who they are dating. If you've got a woman who's managed to secure a really successful man as her partner, good for her. If you've got a man who's managed to secure a really beautiful woman as his girlfriend, good for him. But even though we're constantly making these judgments, we don't like to admit it to ourselves because it runs counter to our polite society, our our sensibilities. I want you to check out this footage where a woman is asked if she makes these judgments. Who will you judge to be more successful? A man who is single or a man with a beautiful girlfriend? Um, God, that's a difficult question. Who would I judge more? Um, who, who would you judge to be more successful? Um, I... God, it depends on the context. Uh... That poor girl. To be fair, she actually did go on to make a really nuanced answer to that question. And you're going to get to hear that in full. She's going to be featured in an upcoming interviews video. But it was just interesting to watch that first part to see her mind struggle with this question. We also asked her about trophy girlfriends. Check it out. Um, how would you define a trophy girlfriend? Um, I, when I think of a trophy girlfriend, I think of a really rich man with a much younger girl who is very beautiful. And it's obviously <laughs> Of all the ways to get ahead in our society, I would say that the gold digger takes the least effort for the most return. Think about it. She doesn't really do anything except be pretty and be very generous in the bedroom, but she marries this multi-millionaire and suddenly she's living this really lavish lifestyle. She's got mansions, she's got fancy cars, fancy clothes, she's going on really expensive exotic holidays, she's mixing in really high successful social circles. But she didn't work for any of that. She hasn't earned that wealth or status. All she did was marry some rich guy, but through that union, she goes from here to here. Now, this isn't behavior to be admired. The practice of leveraging your youth and your beauty in order to sucker some man into a relationship so that you can enjoy his resources is morally outrageous. It's fine if you love the man and you're both contributing equally to the relationship and he just happens to have a lot of wealth, but the cynical calculating strategy of manipulating a man so that you can take his resources for your own selfish gain is really, really horrible. It's really low quality woman stuff. But as much as I condemn this behavior, I have to admit that it does make sense. It is such an easy path for women to take, so I can see why it would be so tempting. Imagine a girl turns 18 and her fairy godmother appears in front of her and says, my darling child, what do you want in this world? And she says, I wanna be rich and successful and living the high life. And the fairy godmother says, well, you can have that and there are two different paths you can take to get it. The first path requires years and years of hard work, dedication, and struggle. There's going to be lots of challenges, lots of difficulties. You're probably going to have to put off having children because you're going to need to put your career first. I can't guarantee that you're going to succeed or that you have the natural abilities, talent, or intelligence to actually make that work. The 18-year-old girl hears that and she thinks, that sounds absolutely awful. What is the second path? And the fairy godmother says, well, the second path is quite simple. While you're still young and beautiful, you just need to marry a rich man. The girl replies, are you serious? That's all I have to do? Yep, that's all she has to do. And when you put it like that, you can see why a lot of girls are tempted by this path. Nobody likes gold diggers. Even women will talk bad about gold diggers. But I think that a lot of that is actually veiled jealousy because a lot of women would like to be able to leverage their youth and beauty into marrying a rich man 
but they're just not attractive enough or they made the wrong decisions. And so they pretend to morally be above it all, but it's actually just masking envy. Now, I've been talking about gold diggers as though it's an exclusive female behavior, and to a certain extent, it is. You will find the occasional man who's trying to leech off an older woman's wealth, but it's not common. It's a rarity, an aberration. Whereas for women, it's quite a common mainstream dating strategy. For lots of women, their main motivation is not to become an independent, sovereign person of value. It's just to marry somebody like that. And so all of their efforts are not put towards self-improvement. It's just to keep them looking beautiful, to keep them looking young so that they can marry the right man. So why is it that this strategy of borrowing the success of somebody else is really only seen in women? Well, the source of it is biological because women have this tremendous biological burden of having to be the ones to carry and raise children. Pregnancy and child rearing require a significant output of mental and physical effort. So whatever ambition a woman has, it's always going to be tempered by the knowledge that they're going to have children and that their ambition is probably going to suffer by having dual motivations. So from the perspective of evolutionary psychology, it just made more sense to hardwire men for success, achievement, ambition, accomplishment. If one person in the partnership needs to be programmed that way, it makes sense for it to be the man. Because we have these instincts, that's why it never feels right as a man to be living off the charity of somebody else. It doesn't feel good to be dependent on somebody else. There's something fundamentally not masculine about that. You have this feeling, I should be on top of this. I should be taking care of business. That's my role. I'm a man. I should do this. But tragically, there are men out there trying to borrow the success of women, not realizing that it's not going to work, not realizing that reality doesn't work that way. I call these men social gold diggers. You know those guys who always had a crush on the most popular girl in school, the head cheerleader, that whole stereotype? Those are the kinds of guys I'm talking about. The reason they're interested in that girl is not just because she's pretty, even though she is, it's because of the high social status that she enjoys. They see that girl with heaps of friends, going to awesome parties, having a really fun, active, engaging social life, and they imagine to themselves, hey, if I was her boyfriend, then all of that social status would just magically transfer over to me. If I was her boyfriend, I would be cool and popular by association. This is not just exclusive to high school. For guys who are in their 20s and 30s and even beyond, a lot of people know a girl who just seems to always be surrounded by friends and has this fun, glamorous social life. And they imagine, wow, if I was her boyfriend, I could be a part of that. They fantasize about being her boyfriend because they want to get lost in her world. Some guys will even spend hours and hours on Instagram looking at girls seeing the, the cool, adventurous travel, the lives, the restaurants, all of that stuff, imagining what it'd be like to be a part of that. When guys do this, they're falling victim to the same shortcut mentality that female gold diggers do. Just like the woman who doesn't want to expend any effort to make herself successful, she just wants to marry a guy who's successful. The male social gold digger doesn't want to take the time or expend the effort to create his own awesome social life. He doesn't want to put in the time and effort to create a vibrant social circle, and to plan fun, interesting experiences. He wants a shortcut. He wants to get into a relationship with a girl who already has this kind of social life and then magically transform his world so that he has lots of friends and he has interesting experiences. In the next part of this video, I'm going to explain exactly why this will never ever work for men. But first, I'm gonna quickly tell you about my adults only content and it's called what to do if you're nervous about a 
victim. I talk about the cultural conditioning and expectations of men to always be 100% enthusiastic about any sexual encounter. I talk about the conflict that arises when men are torn between a desire to live up to this masculine ideal of this highly sexually enthusiastic person with the intuition in your relationship that says something isn't right. I also talk about the reasons why your girlfriend might be interested in having a threesome and the correct way to go about it. This is the kind of topic that I can't cover on YouTube. I love talking about but certain topics, certain words are guaranteed to get me demonetized. So I post all of my explicit content on Patreon. It's just $5 a month. Go ahead and sign up. It's a great way to support the channel. So back to the male social gold digger and why it's not going to work. The reason is that no woman is ever going to be attracted to you if you're trying to borrow from her. You see, you've got the gender roles reversed. That's not how it works. Women aren't looking for some kind of puppy dog man who just follows them around desperate for validation, desperate for attention. She doesn't want a man who's trying to live vicariously through her that's not desirable or attractive to her. She actually has contempt for that man. I'd even go so far as to say disgust, and she's certainly never going to date him. What women want are leaders, men who are independent and confident and have their own lives going on. As a man, you are the object with the strongest gravitational pull, and she orbits around you. Women look at a man who doesn't have his own life going on and is just trying to live through his girlfriend and they see him as pathetic and weak. So if you want an interesting social life, you can't wait for your girlfriend to create one for you. That's not going to work. You need to create one for yourself. You need your own friends. You need your own events that you go to. You need to have your own amazing experiences. You need to have an awesome dynamic life, the kind of life that a woman would be thrilled to join. And of course, it's not as black as white as saying that men have their own lives and women don't. Both people in a relationship, high quality people, should have their own stuff going on. But largely, he should be the one in charge. And that's just the general trend of it. And I know that it seems unequal that men have to do all of this themselves, whereas women get the benefit of just tagging along with somebody else's life without the responsibility or effort. But in this instance, I honestly believe that men got the better deal because they're not limited to the social experiences that your partner decides to gift you. You are empowered to create the social life that you want and tailor it to meet your specific unique tastes. You like motorcycles? Great, go hang out with people who like motorcycles. You like football? Go and join a football team. You like computer games? You like philosophy? You can find friends who are interested in discussing that stuff with you. As a man, you can take charge of your own life and create the social experiences that you want. And again, I'm not suggesting that women don't have their own social lives or that you should never spend time with your girlfriend's friends. That's not how a good relationship works. There is a natural reciprocity. But I am warning you against reneging on your responsibility as a man to create your own social life and expecting your girlfriend to do it for you. For guys who do abdicate that responsibility and just live vicariously through their girlfriends, that's how they end up at dinner parties with all of the female friends who just bring along their husbands, guys that you have nothing in common with and don't want to speak to. So remember, don't be an orbiter. Don't just sit there and hope that some girl is magically going to come along and grant you the social life that you want. That's not how it works. Women are not attracted to men who are dependent on them. Be a leader. Be masculine. Create the life that you want. Do it for yourself. Do it for your own pleasure. And as a byproduct, women are going to see how interesting your life is and are naturally going to want to be a part of it. Remember, if you want to hear more from me, check out my bonus content, what to do if you're anxious about a threesome.